Fantasy Fam. I am your host, Fantasy Sven, and this is the Fantasy Fam Podcast, part of the Sleeper Wire Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Fantasy Sven, that is S-B-E-N, and also follow our pod on, the, on Twitter at Fantasy Fam. You can catch me every Sunday morning with the Rum Boys for our Start Sit se- uh, segment, the NFL AM. Now, normally I would be accompanied by my co-host, but for this episode, I decided to bring on a very special guest that needs no introduction, but I'm still going to give her one anyway. You can see her all over Twitter. Uh, She is the writer for Fantasy Pros, Fantasy Footballers, Roto World, basically every single place that you can find your fantasy information. It is the very talented, the illustrious stepmom, Lauren. Hello, Miss Lauren. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me in. Cannot. Uh, we, we got an exciting episode for you guys today. Miss um, Lauren did join us actually, I believe last, was it last year or the year before? I don't, time, time has a new meaning now. I don't know. I don't it's, remember when it was, but I have been on before. Yes. Oh my goodness. Before, <laughs> before she's, before she became a celebrity, you know, and, and uh, hopped on the NFL right. network. <laughs> <laughs> that was super fun. Oh, that's awesome. Congrats on that, by the way. That was Thanks. Yeah, it was. So we all got to be together, you know, everyone, because if you see anything, it's called the fantasy bunch on NFL network. There's a big mosaic, basically of a bunch of faces. I'm on there. But before we started like, you know, recording, you know, Kimmy checks and Cynthia Freeland and Marcus Grant are on there along with everybody else. And we're just chit chatting with each other. It was super cool. But I'm friends with Adam Rank, who's obviously friends with Marcus Grant. So um, it was just super nice because I was like, hey, you know, you guys are super great. You know, follow me so I can follow you back on Twitter. And Marcus Grant was so nice. He's like, yes, if anyone's not following Lauren, make sure you follow stepmom Lauren great on Twitter. Guy. She's amazing. I'm like, I love you, Marcus Grant. I did a uh, earlier before when COVID was kind of in its, I guess, I don't want to say peak because we're at another peak right now. But like in the beginning, I did a live stream with, uh, we did a live draft stream in like June with Marcus. He was on there. And so was uh, Brad Evans actually as well. That's Marcus. Awesome. Marcus is a hell of a guy. Isn't he such a kind hell person? Of a guy. He's awesome. so cool. Yeah. So that was really exciting. Now, week 11, we made it this far. Did I can't you, believe it. I, I, <laughs> I mean, we. I feel like we knew that the season was going to finish. I mean, it still hasn't finished yet, but it's like, how, how are we going to get there? It's just, it seems like the buildup coming into this football season was so long and then you blink and it's already week 11. Like what happens? It's amazing. Where am I? It's nuts. I can't, I cannot believe it is already week 11 and we're preparing for the playoffs. Like that's crazy to me. Fantasy playoffs are literally two weeks. I mean, it it all, it all depends on your league, but the majority of them, it's going to be in another couple of weeks. So, yep. Always around Thanksgiving time. What a what a time of the year. My favorite time because it is my birthday and it's also your birthday as well. Yes. So that is very exciting. Thanksgiving, get presents, get to eat food, watch football. I don't think there's a better day. I know. It's great. <laughs> and like for me, because my two brothers are a lot older than I am. So Thanksgiving has such a special meaning for me because not only is it my birthday, usually it's on the 21st, if anyone is curious on the day. (laughs) So like we were talking about this before, but I'm right on the cusp of Scorpio Sagittarius, but whatever. But um, when I was younger, it was always the time my brothers came home from college for Thanksgiving break. So I would get to see my brothers and that was like the greatest part of, that's why Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays is because I get to be around with all of my family for my birthday, for a ton of really good food. 
and you get to watch football all day. Right? It's perfectly acceptable. So yeah, it was, it was always so much fun having them come home when I was a little girl, because they're six and eight years older than I am. And they were my idols. Oh, so not great. so much anymore. I'm just kidding. Robin, Matt. I love you. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, so it has a very special meaning for me. This is a great time of year. That's fantastic. Uh, in, the, in this episode, we'll discuss uh, some trade targets, either go for or trade away. Um, and then also some strategies to kind of help you sneak into the fantasy playoffs. Should you need to sneak in? I mean, if you are the fortunate one where your team is undefeated or you only have one or two losses, then you know what? Good for you. And that's, that's awesome. But uh, teams on by this week, week 11, uh, we got the Bears, uh, G-Men, the Niners, some pretty big names out. Um, Allen Robinson, Anthony, Min Anthony Miller, Darnell Mooney, uh, David Montgomery, he's hurt. So I guess he's out as well. We'll throw him on the list. Uh, the G-Men, I cannot believe there's actually this many guys on the Giants that are, are, relevant, are right? fantasy relevant, right? Crazy. So it's And uh, last night I was on the, uh, the uh, Sleeper Wire show, the, uh, the mail sack, and we talked a lot about the football team. The Washington football team. And- it's 2020 am i right what, what? <laughs> they have some pretty decent fantasy players as well and, and their I defense also is fantasy relevant like come on let's it. go ft could not believe it uh so out for the giants uh you got darius slayton golden tate sterling shepherd wayne gallman evan ingram uh for the niners brandon Ayuk. i know i guess that's it i yeah. you never know with mckinnon you don't know i mean i'm hoping moster comes back next week i and praying that he is back. I need him in yeah. a couple of leagues. So with that being said, let's move on to also some injuries and some players out that are also questionable as well. Uh, oh, I have such a problem. <laughs> I have such a problem. Oh. My two quarterbacks in like my big money league that's super competitive against all dudes. And I'm by far, I think the youngest person in there and I'm a chick. My two quarterbacks are Drew Brees and Matt Stafford. Oh my God. And I'm playing, I'm playing against the guy who's number one in this league. Well, and he's Stafford... not shy about rubbing it in your face. And I want to win so badly. Stafford should play this week. I mean, yeah. it's, he, we've seen him. I feel like we've seen him play through worse. And I don't, he's, he's, I'm going to start him. I don't feel comfortable streaming over him because I know as soon as I do, he's going to blow up, but this is against the Panthers. So I feel like this is going to be a very run heavy could, game with DeAndre Swift. and could be. So I'm really, I'm really worried. I'm assuming you <laughs> didn't get, you didn't grab Jameis off I'm, waiver or. I'm thinking about it. You know who I did get Um, sneak, sneak thing for anybody. If you play an ESPN, which I do in this league. Taste. Taysom Hill is a tight end and a quarterback. So but I got him and I'm would like, would you start him at, would you start him as your quarterback? No, you'd no. start him as your tight end. I'm going to start course. him as my tight end exactly. and I'm going to get some quarterback points at my tight end position. You hope. I'm not sure if I'm going to start him this week though. I want to see how they're going to use him, but I don't know. I'm, I'm excited because that we've never seen the saints play with someone like Jameis Winston, who is a gunslinger. So I am super curious what they're going to do with this offense. And I, I want to, I want pieces. I mean, yeah. Give, give me Emmanuel Sanders all day long. Like absolutely. So, so Drew Brees, yeah, is out for the next two weeks. At, at least, least they're two, saying, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they will. If they put him on the IR, he's he's still out for three weeks, or is it a new rule now later in the season? I, I, they just, change almost daily. Right? I have no exactly. idea. I would love to say, because I know most things 
about everything because I am me. I'm just kidding. Um, if my husband, I say that to my husband a lot and I'm usually right. Hey, that's, you know, that's fine. That's my he's job your, as the wife, husband, right? Exactly. That's my job as the wife. <laughs> um, no, as far as I remember, but I could be wrong. It's you're, you have to be out a minimum three or four. You're out a minimum of three, but I know that there's some rule. Cause like if Alan Lazard, if they didn't activate him, he yeah. would have been done for the rest of the season. So it's oh. like, we got to call up our boy Marcus Grant at the NFL Network. I know. He can he can tell us about all. I have Adam Brink's number. I'll just text him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that humble brag right there. Yeah, right. Like, like hey, what's up? up? <laughs> what's up, Adam? What's going on, bro? Could you just stop your uh, your NFL show? I know. And, uh, I did get a Bears. <laughs> I was in New Orleans recently. Speaking of the Saints, they're my new team, and uh, I did get a some we were at this bar watching a ton of football, and this guy gave me his Bears like beads with a big chicago oh, on it wow. i'm like do you want this he's like yeah send it over so i'm like no, i have to awesome. mail it to you so i haven't done that yet though down Sorry, in Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm also i'm i cannot i, I can't wait like Jameis. i feel like Jameis has to be i mean he has a insane matchup this week against atlanta's awful secondary they're giving I up know. i believe the most points two quarterbacks right it's, it's it's either it's it's the Falcons or it's the Seahawks. It just depends on what week it is. I mean, exactly. it's it's absolutely crazy. So, and Jameis Winston, he made Mike Evans and Chris Godwin like top fifteen, top ten wide receivers. Chris Godwin was number two last top year, top five, right? Exactly. Yeah, if and Evans so it didn't get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's absolutely amazing what he's capable of doing. Now, do I have the cojones to start Jameis Winston? No, because not playing for a while means not having practice with your first team so that means interceptions so no i'm not we, really 100 percent feeling starting we James all Winston. know that Jameis is going to throw interceptions he's probably going to throw two in the beginning of the game right and then everybody's going to get really upset then they're going to put Taysom hill in and i'm going to get points at my tight uh, end <laughs> i'm saying Continue. we're going to see twitter blow up everybody's going to say why don't i start Jameis?" and then come third quarter he's going to have 300 yards three touchdowns I, I, but again, we don't, we don't know. We do not know. He has talent. He has talent around him. The yeah. hope is that he just says, Hey, here, Alvin, just yeah. go run, go run. <laughs> yeah. Which, and then when, once they get into that goal line position, it's going to be like, it's Taysom Hill in a quarterback oh, and he rushes God. in a quarterback and, and I in, get yeah. quarterback points in my tight end position. <laughs> it's not, honestly, it's not I'm a bad I'm speaking move. it into existence. It's not. And hopefully it happens. The fantasy gods will hopefully be good to you. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, I'm playing so against Kyler Murray. Murray, I, this is like the eighth time I've done that. Kyler Murray. Keep saying Kyler Murray for some reason. Kyler, I have Kyler no idea Murray. why. I can but see I'm that because the, 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 the Kyler, Kyler Murray. Yeah. Kyler Murray. I didn't <laughs> even know. Um, playing against him and DeAndre Hopkins. And luckily, oh, Christian McCaffrey, who's also on this guy's team, is hurt. So Lord. I don't have to worry about that this week. But Your hope, your hope is that Kyler and... DeAndre don't have a good week because it's a Thursday night game tonight. That's the only, I'm, right? I'm like that's TNF the only... weirdness. I need TNF weirdness in my life. That is I... what I need right now in order to win in this matchup because I am. This is a big going game. In I mean, as this, an is underdog. A huge, this is a huge game. I predicted a couple weeks ago, Arizona is going to win this division. I know it's a big it's... game. Big, no, big neither game. team has an incredible defense. I mean, Seattle's defense is non-existent. Russell has looked like crap past few oh, weeks. Yeah. Oh my God. But I'm hoping tonight on a short week, he steps it back up, but we digress. We do. <laughs> and speaking of tonight, I guess uh, another player actually, but by the time you're listening to this, I mean, it could be irrelevant, but still uh, Tyler Lockett is questionable tonight. I believe um, reports I'm seeing is that he will play, right? I think. 
Yeah, I, I, it's nothing definitive yet from what I know, um, but it's a bit, quote, it's a bit of a knee strain. So I would be surprised if he's not on the field. This is, this is, this was his, what, I believe 405 touchdown game that he had like a few yeah, weeks ago, <laughs> which I played against him and he scored oh. 54 points. I'm like, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. And how many points did DK Metcalf have that week? Like three? I, don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Cause I have DK and that was awful, Oh, but it is what it is. So Tyler Lockett questionable. Um, Kenny Galladay. So we talked about Matthew Stafford. Now, Kenny Galladay, he did practice, but he's definitely another name to monitor. I mean, are yeah. you, you're still firing him up. I'm seeing a lot of people. Well, I don't know. I mean, Kenny, Kenny G Gala he, Gala bills is this his smooth routes. I can't, um, top if, wide he, receiver. if he's healthy and he's starting, I'm playing him. I mean, that's, that's my, that's my thought process on it but I don't like it for Matt Stafford. Oddly enough, Matt Stafford has done better in fantasy when Galladay has not. Been don't you say that. <laughs> I know it's true. I have Kenny Galladay everywhere. Oh, I love Kenny Galladay. And I have Matt Stafford everywhere. It's not the stack I was hoping I it would know, pan right? out to me. Oh my God. Ugh. And then Marvin Jones actually has a good game last week. I know I Marvin Hall is going to be something. <laughs> I know I, I had, I left 75 points on my bench because my oh. team in this league is so good, but I sat, Matt Stafford, DeAndre Swift, and well, I think Deontay Johnson, because I had so many other really good wide receivers playing. And there was like 75 points in oh among three God. people on my bench. That's almost, it, it, it almost is like a, it's a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? Like you want to have depth, but then again, you're like, you're punishing yourself like crap. I have depth, but like, who do I start now? Every Sunday, every it's, Sunday, you're like, it's a good problem to have, It is, <laughs> but it does suck. It's exactly you're, I would rather just have, you know what? My, my bench stinks. These yeah, and I, I still and I still won and by a lot. I won by like 30 points because I have Alvin Kamara. I've got um I had Brandon Ayuk, Ooh. Chris Godwin. I did have AJ Brown starting, who only scored me 3.1. So I was a little mm. nervous. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, those are it's a lot of really good names I have on this team, and yet I'm still an underdog going into this Sunday. Oh my god. Yeah. Crazy. I Crazy hate proje- I hate projections. Me too. They make never, me very uncomfortable. I never look at them. <laughs> ever <laughs> true i mean uh, you really shouldn't you really exactly everyone's like oh well i'm projected to win i'm like good for that you will change within five awesome. minutes of game time that is so good for you because yeah everybody thought that ronald jones was gonna have 50 fantasy points last week no no <laughs> like you can't it's it's the only thing that's predictable is the unpredictable exactly right very deep thank you we get here i mean you have your coffee you know anything the brains <laughs> The I don't brain juices coffee. keep flowing. Oh, well, you're. This is you another are... thing that is weird about me. Oh I don't God. drink coffee. I used to. I don't anymore because I think if I had coffee and like too much caffeine or just caffeine, I might time travel. You know, in the movie The Nut Job, where like the little chipmunk drinks the energy drink and like the world like slows down because I, he's I know what so you're fast. talking about, but I've never seen. So you're like, you're, all, you're also like that little squirrel from yeah. like Ice Age. Yeah. Oh my God. I would be, I would, I would be moving so fast that I would time travel and it would not be good. And I would be bouncing off of it's insane. It's like, no, I can't, I can't do caffeine. But that's, that's good for you though, because I can have an espresso right before I go to sleep. Oh God. No, I I actually never sleep. I I will, I will sleep for like maybe four hours a night. Then I'm awake at like 4am and I'm like, Gotta go. We gotta go. I need to do something. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, go back to bed. I'm like, I can't. (laughs) We. I need my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, I normally wouldn't mention him, but uh, Drew Locke. So he is dealing with some rib injury, right? I mean, I don't know. He's dealing with a not good at football injury. Not good. I mean, he did have a couple good weeks, but the reason I'm bringing him up is because then who Brett right rip Ripian ripen. I forget yeah, how to even say his Rippin. name, but which could it's, potentially hurt the other fantasy, like, imp, like players. on. The I team. don't think so. I yeah, don't you, think you so. Don't think so? Okay. No, I think Brett is going to be just fine. I don't have a problem with Rippin in at, at quarterback. I mean, I think it's a slight downgrade, but at the same time, Drew Lack really hasn't done too that much that we really game. yeah and i'm i graduated from mizzou like i'm a mizzou girl i love drew so lock it, oh, yeah. it, it breaks my heart that he's not doing as well you're from as the show me to. state you know i show, am show me yes <laughs> and he he's still young though this is his first full season so i'm i'm kind of not surprised i'm working through a few things he did the same thing in college and then he came out and just like broke things and records and you know it crushed it but that's going to be next year if the the trend continues if you will um but i think ripon will be fine it should be pronounced ripian because that's way more fun to say right. but yeah i i'm not worried about um jerry judy I, I mean a little bit i do downgrade it a little bit but i wouldn't be freaking out per se you know yeah uh, okay i could see that like yeah uh, i mean you you've convinced you've convinced me i guess that it talking you into it yeah <laughs> I mean, because if you we'll have talk better about, options, right? by all means, exactly. <laughs> go for it. Exactly. But if you don't have a choice, you don't need to freak out. I think they'll still see the targets. Um, and I think I, I, don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think Rippon doesn't turn the ball over as much as Drew Locke either. So Ooh, there's geez. that. You are just, you're making the case right now to even start anybody. from. The I know. <laughs> I know. It's hard. <laughs> Although I, I could be wrong. That's just kind of the eyeball test. I don't have any numbers to prove that right in front of me. That's just the eyeball test because yes. I like to watch the Broncos because of Drew Locke. Drew Locke, right? And it snows in most of their games too. So that's always fun to watch. True. <laughs> uh, Al Lazard activated off of the IR, but we don't know if he's going to play this week. I mean, are signs pointing? Have you seen anything? I haven't seen anything saying that he will play. I just know he's activated. I think he tweeted like a lizard emoji and then time, like a something. So Is he's some kind trying of... out for Gecko, a Geico? I don't uh... know. I think, yeah, right. 15 <laughs> minutes. And yeah, exactly. Um, I think uh, he has a definite chance to play this Sunday. I don't know. For right. Sure. And that's what I, that's when definitely... I start him. Yes. Right. Exactly. And everybody's like, oh, MVS. And no. I'm not, I don't no. care. MBS We've seen this from MVS. The proverbial flash in the pan. I mean, this week, this is not new for Marquez Valdez scaling. So he'll have some good games and then disappear. Yep. It might just... vanish soon, as my buddy Troy King calls him. MVS might, might vanish, vanish soon. soon. Love it. That's that's fantastic. What up, Troy? Shout out to Troy. <laughs> yeah, it's up. Um, Joe Mixon still has not practiced. This is. I'm, I'm like, I'm shocked actually. So his injury, I guess is a lot worse than everybody originally thought. Yeah. Or um, the Bengals are like, Oh my gosh, stepmom she, Lawrence, right. And Joe Mixon sucks at football. It's just our Giovanni Bernard. Moving say, on. Uh, I don't like Joe Mixon. I, I still, I still want to believe. <laughs> Why? I don't He's know. Done nothing I know. Like, and that's, and that's the funny thing too, because, and I just, I just tweeted, um, with my, you know, hundred followers now on my personal account. Um, I got yes. a lot of action, a lot of action on my, uh, <laughs> on my one tweet about handcuffs. And I was like, 
I named like four or five handcuffs ahead of Alex Madison because I don't think Alex Madison is a handcuff. Yeah, he's been he's, he was disappointing. That's he's better. Sure. He's better when he plays with 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 Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. I, I unless they game plan, unless he was on a team and actually had the backfield, maybe and like they figured something out. But like I'd rather have Gio Bernard, Jamal mm-hmm. Williams, Latavius mm-hmm. Murray, um, and Boston Scott. Like those types of guys ahead of Madison. But Gio, like you just said, why is Gio performing when he starts and then Joe Mixon is not? And you guys can't see Lauren's face right now, but she is smiling. She is like, she looks like Tim Curry um, in Home Alone when he does that smile and then they change to the Grinch face. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Uh, it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, I have, for anyone who follows me knows this already, I am not a fan of Joe Mixon. Um, I don't personally care for I don't personally care for him personally if that's you know I not a not a big fan of his um, off field off field antics <laughs> which I know everyone deserves a second chance I get it 100% we all make mistakes blah 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 but um he also just really hasn't performed on the football field um he's kind of kept his head down which I do appreciate you know I don't like you know being like super duper flashy but there's just been a couple of plays like his o-line will go out and try to block for him and then they'll like fall down hurt and he just gets up and ties a shoe and walks away. Like, doesn't even bother to go check on them. Like, you're good because they're there to block for you. I don't know. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing I have. So, just a thing. I will never have him on a single fantasy team, and I never will. I do have him on a couple, but I also I have more depth, too, that I could. And I picked up Geo in all of those leagues. Yeah. So, so And I'm if you okay. have Joe Mixon on your team, I'm not going to judge you. It's just I personally do not want to have anything to do with Joe Mixon. I don't like the off-field stuff that he did prior to coming into the NFL. I know he's been a good boy. Don't hate me, but that's just a thing hey, I cannot do. the NFL over. will allow you to fail like five or six times and still bring you back, Josh. Yeah, Gore. I won't. <laughs> Right, oh, well, exactly. I have high standards, damn it. <laughs> Stepmom will not allow that. She that's it. Oh gosh. But and then on the other hand, I have Tyreek Hill in one league. So kind of hypocritical, but there's just something about something about Joe Mixon. Yeah. I, I I know there's something about Tyreek Joe performs. Mixon. Joe Mixon is not. <laughs> I know. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't have him on a team. Just all that personal stuff, off-field stuff aside. From a long time ago. I'm gonna reiterate that. I know it was in college and it was a long time ago. I get it. But, but taking still. all that out, I can't have Joe Mixon on my team. Even if I loved him to the moon and back, he does not perform. He's incredibly disappointing. And you don't know when that huge game is going to be. You never know with him. So I'm, I'm not sure when it comes to Mixon, I would just stay away from him completely in the future. Just don't try to wait till he has a really good game trade and like him. trade him in dynasty. But I would say stay away from him and just kind of move on to other teams when it comes to that. Because Joe Burrow is a is a gunslinger. You know, the minimum amount of times he's like pass attempts, I think is 30. I mean, other than that, it's like 61. It's insane how much they pass the ball. And they're not really relying too heavily on the run. So not really. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Sorry for my diatribe there. No, would you would you say that maybe a ch- maybe a change of scenery for Joe Mixon could I think yeah, right? he could definitely be pretty it just seems like this is not a fit. For some reason, if Giovanni Bernard can be super productive, why can't Joe this Mixon, young exactly. running back stud can't be productive? He could have opportunity elsewhere if he were to move away from the Bengals. For some reason, there's an odd disconnect there. I don't know what it is. I don't know why, but 
you know, I talk about the eyeball test. He fails the eyeball test like mm. miserably. It's like watching Jonathan Taylor run into people's oh, butts. Not like, e- I don't it. even want to talk about Jay too. I know. I don't. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> my tra- buddy John Helmkamp is like heartbroken. <laughs> I made a tra- I made a trade probably like I think it was during the bye week of the Colts, and I traded Zeke for JT and Darren Waller, and I was like, "What?" Honestly, it's actually not a terrible trade because Zeke no. stinks, Jonathan Taylor stinks. Yeah. James Robinson is is my running back and you can only start one RB in this league. So I was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. Why not? And actually there's something about James Robinson I have for the playoffs that you do not like. I know. And we're going to discuss that in a little bit, but um, (laughs) another, another big injury. And then we'll, uh, we'll actually get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. Uh, Calvin Ridley is another one to monitor for this weekend. He has been limited I believe he will play, and I everybody out there hopes that it, he will because the Saints and the Falcons games are usually you take the over on those. Yes, <laughs> and I I cannot wait. I'm I'm excited. I I actually I actually think the Falcons are going to win this game if, without Drew Brees. Oh yeah, I mean Jameis, but Jameis could. You know what I mean? Like the the Bucks, he actually almost made the playoffs last year. Crazy. Yeah, and and exactly. <laughs> I just think the time off not starting right, will ex- be a factor for Jameis Winston. I think it's going to be a close game. So I think it's going to be back and forth scoring, which is going to be awesome for fantasy. Um, but when in I, like I said, I'm a Saints fan, and I I don't know if they're going to win this game, even though I really, 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 really want them to. It's it really could go anyway. But I think that Raheem Morris is actually doing something pretty good. Ever mm-hmm. since Dan Quinn got fired and um Dan Quinn and Adam Gase, you guys should just go hang out and talk and how figure... does Adam Gase still have a job? Is because the Jets like want the first on... they want the first pick. That's why he still has a job. <laughs> yeah, and Trevor Lawrence is like, uh yeah, I'm just gonna stay in college. Uh, <laughs> like I just I said like... I'm gonna get my master's. When can like... you de- when can you officially declare? Do you are you familiar with that at all? Because oh I don't remember. Because it's either the Jets are probably like after week 17, it's like okay, Adam Gase, you're gone. And then Trevor Lawrence is gonna be like, okay. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'll, I'll go into maybe. the draft now. <laughs> maybe if, if Adam Gase is gone, then yeah, but never, ever, ever play for a team with Adam Gase. Look at the dolphins. Now look at the jets, mm. how he's in the NFL as a head coach is beyond me. He must have dirt on like someone. And he was the offensive coordinator for Peyton Manning, I believe, but oh, that was his claim to fame. That's was right. He that's that's really? why he had the job. I forgot about that. <laughs> was Peyton he Manning really the, o coordinator? Was the offensive coordinator? Exactly. <laughs> Peyton Manning is, I mean, Peyton Manning. Exactly. Insane. Now we will, uh, let's, let's dive into some players that we're going to try to trade for and also trade away. Uh, you want to start us off? Miss sure. Ste- stepmom with some players. Absolutely. All right. So hold on. My mouse decided I wanted to die. Come on. There we go. There we go. All right. So my trade for not a flashy name, which I like. So, um, every Monday I do the Monday daily dose for Roto world. And part of that daily dose is trade targets. And I've used this term called attainable. And what I mean by that is you don't have to give up an arm and a leg to acquire this person Mm. to get them onto your squad. So David Montgomery for the bears is someone who I believe is attainable without having to just, you know, shell out a whole bunch of picks or players or whatever to acquire him on your team. And the bears have the best schedule, not only for the playoffs, 14, 15, 16 weeks, weeks, 14, 15, 16, but actually moving forward. So another interesting thing about him, this is his bye week So whoever has David Montgomery, not only has he been hurt, but he's got a buy. They may need to make some moves in order to get a starter into their roster. So you can just 
go in there, scoop David Montgomery up, be like, here's a running back that you can start in place of him. But let me just tell you who they play. Um, I'm looking at their schedule right now. Yeah, week 12. So they've got uh, Green Bay, who are third worst against the run. They've got Detroit dead last against the the worst. Then they have Houston second worst against the run. Then they face Minnesota a little bit tougher. They're 19th, which isn't great, but it's not, it's just kind of, it's not a tough matchup. It's It's doable, doable. but maybe not for David Montgomery, but you know what I mean? (sighs) But week 16, they play Jacksonville sixth worst against the run. I mean, give me that all day long. That is going to be consistent points that I know my running back is going to be able to score provided he's healthy so that I know that at least that I'll be able to count on that. And I'll be able to have other positions on my squad that I'll have to put, you know, home run hitters in or whatever it is that my matchup is going to, you know, dictate that I do based on who I'm playing against in the finals. But you know, that this is going to be a piece that is going to be productive. That has very little competition besides Cordero Patterson, Lamar Miller, Ryan Dahl. Okay, fine. Whatever. These guys are all rotating in until David Montgomery gets back, I think. And Tariq is out for the season as well. Yes. So Tariq Cohen's gone. Exactly. Like Tariq is not even coming back. So it's it's basically now. Now, it's funny that you bring up David Montgomery, though, because I was trying to figure out if I really liked him at all this season. He hasn't. I mean, he hasn't really done much. Now, is that mm-hmm. either? Bec- it has to be because of the play calling and because of the Bears awful offense. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean watching, that, that, that scares me a little bit. That's the it thing. Does. It does. That's why it's, are it's so juicy though. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's a little, it's a little risky because it's the bears. I mean, they're watching a bears game is the most boring mm. game of football, unless you're like 65 or over. And that's the kind of football that you like to watch oh, is defense because there is no offense. When you watch a bears game, the bears offense is terrible. And then, their defense is so good that their opposing team's offense is terrible. So it's like, this is the most boring game I've ever seen in my life, but that's kind of how the bears do it. But game script really has hurt David Montgomery. They haven't really been ahead by this large margin where they can at least waste the clock and run David Montgomery. And then the end zone has been very, very weird for the bears, the red zone. He has two touchdowns. I know it's, it's insane. So yeah, the, that's one of the reasons I call him attainable is because you don't have to give up huge pieces like your star running back to attain David Montgomery, but you know that you're going to have a player with very little competition in really good matchups moving forward. Also don't forget those are play calls by Matt Nagy. Now we have Bill Lazor calling the plays and we saw a lot more running backs used in Monday night than I think we did when it was Matt Nagy. So I'm very curious to see where that's going to go. Those matchups, though. I mean, he's literally playing the worst run defenses in the league. And and Detroit is also a divisional game as well. And those generally tend to be a little bit rougher, grittier, Mm -hmm. in your face a little more. So, and Detroit is dead last against the run. So, you know, even if you play him, what, four out of the next five weeks, you got got a player that you know you can at least get your projections on. You know what I mean? Like, may not have a huge high ceiling, but you're going to score points with them. David Montgomery, you heard it from the stepmom. Go, I know. go grab. Now watch him, him like absolutely. Go grab. And there goes my reputation. <laughs> but here's it's the a thing: risky one. It's can risky. he get? Can he get any worse than what he's been doing already? Trail. I mean, Trail. unless he's hurt. Unless he's hurt. <laughs> exactly. Unless he's out. If exactly. He's, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, a player I'm trying to grab, and uh, now the owner's going to have to. You may. I don't know about attainable, 
for this guy, but Justin Herbert, I've, I loved, I said that Justin Herbert was going to be the, one of the best quarterbacks out of this draft. You can't teach size. And this guy has it. He's a big boy and he's got, oh my God, the arm, give me a big quarterback with a lot of power. And that's exactly what Justin Herbert has. Cause you can work on the accuracy. Like Danny Dimes, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not comparing them, but I'm saying though that like, it's just, it's completely different. Like Herbert is a smart, he's a big boy. He's got a fairly moderate schedule coming up. It's not, it's not the greatest, but it's also not the most difficult. He has a really good schedule coming up. I, I'll disagree with you there. I Ooh, think his, I so think his schedule is freaking amazing. <laughs> I love his schedule. Jets and I, this I, week. I picked up Justin Herbert like four weeks ago oh, off okay, the waiver okay. wire. I'm like just week, for what? his schedule, these upcoming <laughs> like push to the playoffs. He's, he's averaging, I mean, depending on your league, but like roughly around like 27 points per game for quarterbacks. I mean, again, it all depends on your league, but he's been a top quarterback from the beginning or past few weeks. And it's plus the team stinks. Anthony Lynn may be fired after this year. Who knows? But they throw the ball a lot. They cannot run. They do run the ball, but let's be real. Justin Herbert was there. He was drafted to throw the ball. He yeah. can handle throwing the ball 50 times a game. Yeah. He can definitely help you. Then they, in week 16, they have Denver and Denver is not that good of a defense. So if you can get to your fantasy championships, just, I'm only pointing out just week 16, but so he's got the jets this week, right? Buffalo, which could be, depends on which Buffalo defense decides to show up. They're fifth worst against quarterbacks. Oh by the my way. God. So Jets are fourth worst. Oh, Buffalo, geez. who they played 12th or fifth worst, like bad, not fifth best, worst, worst against quarterbacks. Then they face New England. They're better, much, much better. Um, that one's going to be a tough one for him. But then they face Atlanta in week 14, Ooh. who are dead last against quarterbacks. Then they have Vegas 10th worst against the quarterback. And in week 16, like you said, they face Denver 14th worst He's got a good schedule coming up. I then, love that pick. And if you happen to have a, a league that goes to week 17, Kansas City will tr- probably be resting their starters in week 17. So good point. Justin Herbert could have a hell of a game in week 17. I'm in a couple points leagues. Don't forget, Justin way. Herbert almost took that game into overtime when they played Kansas City the mm-hmm. first time this year. So, and that was his first game. First game. I mean, they. They accidentally punctured Terod Taylor's lung. Okay. That doctor had Justin <laughs> Herbert on his fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't like saying that, but that's oh, crazy. Oh. Yeah. Any, I love that pick. Love it. Love it. Love it. Any other, I mean, that's the thing though, but it's like, if I'm the Herbert owner, I'm not, I'm not getting rid of him. I'm going to need right. something nice in return. Or if I have two quarterbacks, you know, like if I was fortunate to pick up Herbert and also have, someone else on my team then yes but i would need a decent amount in return yeah i got you i got you i think um if someone is picking up and starting herbert week to week it's you're probably not going to be able to get herbert however in this year of covid a lot of people are stashing at least one quarterback so they have two on their roster sometimes maybe three Mm -hmm. so if that's not the week to week starter for whoever you're playing against in your league there is a possibility that you can get justin herbert I would. I'm in. Um, yeah. Uh, any any other names that you're trying to potentially grab out there? Yeah, there was another one. Hang on, while my thing works here a little bit. Okay. Um, T. 
Terry McLaurin is another Ooh. name that is really great with an awesome upcoming schedule. Very favorable. Yes, schedule. yes, yes, yes. Uh, mm. Like it a lot. And the Scottish um, lad, Terry McLaurin. Jared Cook, tight end for the New Orleans Saints. Um, has an excellent schedule coming up as well. Um, it's going to be a little tricky. Another name that you can also think about here too, if you guys are just, but Drew Brees, if he comes back, their 14, 15, 16 weeks games are juicy, super juicy. So that's another thing to think about too. I don't highly recommend that one, but if you guys are, if you're desperate and there is, you need something or someone, you can always stash Drew Brees too in case because of that matchup. You heard it here. Uh, Josh Jacobs is a name that everybody, I guess, has been up and down with. I absolutely love Josh Jacobs, and I don't know what goes on in Las Vegas, but when they don't give him the ball, they lose. But when they do give him the ball, they win. So, I I mean, I don't know what Gruden is doing out there, but I feel like this week, if you would have traded for him before this week, you had probably a better chance at actually not having to, we'll go back to um, stepmom's word of attainable, you might have to give up a little bit, but he's got, I, I, I just think that Josh Jacobs is that guy that, I mean, he, the, he had an incredible game last week. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. They used him in the passing. I mean, he's somebody I'm, I'm definitely trying to trade for. And I like it. And I will give uh, my two cents in here being a woman, ergo, very good at getting my way. So what I do, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not kidding when I say that, but so if you're, if you're targeting Josh Jacobs, there is a way to make it sound a little bit better when you're trying to get him. Don't forget they use Jalen Richard and they use Devonte Booker. They, they use a big committee backfield. Now I think all three of them are still very good, but Josh Jacobs is going to be that fantasy producer. But if you really, really want to try to get him, you can always talk to that manager about how like hey he's in a committee but i'm desperate here's what i need yada 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 that could work in your favor that gruden does like to use multiple he hasn't been consistent you know yeah that that one game was boomer bust (laughs) which is true he is boomer bust but he's gonna he's he's my i love josh jacobs he was my off-season darling i've been on tons of podcasts in the off-season where they're like who do you like i'm like josh jacobs like you're crazy i'm like no i'm not He's awesome. And I was on another one too. They're like, would you rather have Miles Sanders or Josh Jacobs? I'm like, Jake, smash Jacobs. Jacobs. Yeah, Jacobs. absolutely. No Miles Sanders. And I was like shunned for a week, but I don't care. No, <laughs> Give me Josh you Jacobs stand, all day long. Exactly. And they're, I mean, they're, they're a playoff, like they're in playoff contention. Yes. Like they have a chance to make the playoffs and clearly they're on a three game winning streak and they're giving him the ball. I mean, he had 31 carries three weeks ago, 14 the week before that, 21 last week, and and they're winning and he's scoring touchdowns. So I'm hoping that this continues to go up. And I agree with you. Right. But now on the flip side, who are some guys you're trying to get rid of that are kind of that you can hope to get a Justin Herbert or a Josh Jacobs? in return oh, or a Terry I'm, McLaurin. <laughs> yeah. So you're not going to like me for this. No, no this I, is fine. I, and I, I agree with you, but I also disagree because we talked about it before the show, but tell our listeners who you're trying to trade away. So I'm going to bring this up later when we talk about our tips and tricks, like to get into and through the playoffs. Um, but James Robinson is one of those players that you can move now while he's hot and used and all of those lovely positive things because their schedule moving forward is brutal. It is brutal for running backs. 
So the Jacksonville Jaguars, they will pay, play Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, they're like second best when it comes to defense against running backs. Against then they the, play yeah. Cleveland. They're 23rd. Then they have Minnesota. Then they have Tennessee. Positive matchup there because they're eighth worst. But then they face Baltimore and then they face Chicago. These, this is not a good playoff schedule for James Robinson. And he will be disappointing now watch him score like three touchdowns a game I'm... after that. But I know. So it, it is hard because he is their primary back. That's what makes it hard. But again, I am of this proponent. When you guys do trades, don't offer junk. That makes me so Shoot for angry. The moon. Shoot give, for the moon. Give value because you're going to get value in return. Not only that, but it's insulting. Like, don't offer me, you know, Devonta Booker and want, you know, James Robinson for no stop it that's stupid. Well, Booker's no been way. playing well. <laughs> no garbage, absolute garbage. So yeah, he's one of those players that is going to have a really, really, really tough schedule, and you can target other ones that have an easier schedule. For example, I would rather have David Montgomery than James Robinson mm. for those matchups on in where's, week fifteen. Where's the mute button? 14, 15, the, 16. Uh, <laughs> but now also think of it this way too: we didn't all draft James Robinson, so he's not really our drafted RB one. You drafted James Robinson? Well, because First? I was our leagues. No, 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 no. I mean, like it was like a last pick. Like it was right before the season when we found. But you it. Had, like you said right. exactly. He's not your Kamara. He's not your Derrick yeah. Henry. He's not. Yeah. yeah. So he, as your RB two or flex option, he is a very tradable asset that you can get excellent value for in return. I know. Ooh. Try to try to go out there. Maybe do like a. Would you like trade James Robinson for like a? Actually, I can't even think. I'm trying to think of like a Terry McLaurin and some and like another running back, you know, like a lesser. Like, would you do like? Dude, I do Terry McLaurin and Jared Cook for James Robinson. Okay. Um, I would do Chris Carson geez. and Terry McLaurin for James for James Robinson. It that seems a little steep. Yeah, that might be a little that might be a little too steep. Asking maybe like a straight up trade between the two of them. What does Seahawks schedule look like for? Well, because once Chris yeah, Carson comes it's all back, right. I mean it's. Their offense is going to perform. I mean, I guess it's a matter of Russell, whether he's going to. I'm, I, yeah, I'm. Ugh. So week 16, Seattle plays the Rams again. We saw what happened last time. So go either way. We don't. <laughs> I would try to avoid the Seahawks in week yeah. 16. <laughs> yeah. So James, but like, but then on the flip side of James Robinson, because I am a James Robinson owner in multiple leagues. Um, they're losing every game. They don't have any other running backs. Like you said, they have divine as Oz, as their other running back. If you look at the stats last week, James Robinson was the only one that got carries. Nobody yeah. else ran the ball. Yeah. So the game script is in his favor because they use him in the passing game too. So that on the, like, if you're, if you're thinking like, oh, why would you want to trade him away? Like stepmom, you know, but also think like, if you keep him, it's not going to be terrible. At least right. this is my thought process. Right. Because I am. In oh, he's not going to eat. Yeah, him. it's a, exactly. <laughs> so th these are in that. That's actually a really good point to bring up. These are not people that I think you have to trade, like get rid of them now, or you're going to die. You could like, get no, a good haul. You could get but something. These good are, return. these are excellent tradable assets. If you are in dire need at other positions, Let's say a quarterback, if you need one, stepmom Lauren does in one league, he would be a player 
that I could definitely move and get value for in return because he does have future production, but he's got really hard, tough matchups. But that's how you get really good players in a trade is by offering someone of value that has value, had value, and will continue to do so because you can get a little bit more in return. Plus it's respectful, not disrespectful. It is respectful to do so. I know it sounded like I said disrespect, but it's no, not. No, it's, it's fine. It's, yeah, you can get you can get some really good pieces back if you're in need at other positions. Uh, a player that I'm trying to trade away is, um, and he was in the MVP talks in the beginning of the season. Um, you probably could get a decent return for him. I feel like after this bye week of uh, Josh Allen, he's got a pretty tough schedule coming up. Um, they are winning that division right now. I actually predicted that the Dolphins would win that division. A couple of weeks ago, not preseason. So I'm not, don't think that I, I, I know everything. I, I do not. Um, but Josh Allen, I feel like it's, he's got, so he's coming off the bye this week. They have the, the Chargers, which tough, tough defense when they want to play, when they want to play good. They have a good mm-hmm. secondary. Um, if Joey Bosa is healthy, that, I mean, Joey Bosa is a disruptor. That's what he does. Uh, they are playing the Niners. I mean, their, their defense is kind of riddled with injuries a little bit. But so that could be a decent matchup. Now, Pittsburgh, they're susceptible to the pass, but I feel like this is, this could be a playoff. Like this is a playoff game. Mm-hmm. This, so this is going to be very tough. Um, it is in Buffalo. Now, Denver, that could be an easy matchup, but New England, I feel like New England week 16, that's going to be a tough one. New, they're going to figure out how to, he didn't have that great of a game against New England the first time around this season. It was pretty bad. It was actually brutal. Now everybody's probably thinking, why would you want to trade him away? But I, I don't know. I just, I, I think that you could get a decent haul for him because he had those two decent, those two very good games before the bye week. Yep. Now trade Josh Allen. Give me, if, if you can find that Justin Herbert owner and he's like, you know what? I like Josh Allen. Sure. Go for yep. it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it for sure. It's, I mean, it sounds a little crazy, but like, I, I, I only own him in a couple leagues. Um, I have to keep him, I think in, in one, because I don't think anybody would like, there's no trades that go down in this league at all, which is another thing that really bothers me, but that's a whole nother episode entirely. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough time for that. I mean, we don't want this yeah. to be a 10 hour episode. There's always, there's always some issues that happen like in our home league. My husband is so angry because there's three people that have still not paid to be, to play in this league. And it is driving him mm. berserk. It's cause we know they have the money, like just zealot it to they us. They will. I mean, they probably will. I had one guy just not pay me at all one, one year. And oh like, no, he's, they're out. They're already out. Like he's, he's <sighs> petitioning the league to kick all three of them out. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> it's like, okay. Sign my petition. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we talked trade targets, trade, trade away guys, trade four. Now this is the, I mean, this is the cusp right now. Like you need to win to get into the fantasy playoffs. Yes. And we try to put, I mean, you try to put emotion into your picks and what, whatever you're going to do, you need to do in order to get into the fantasy playoffs. Cause let's be real. That's all you got to do is get in. And I, yep. I'm sure you've probably won some leagues. I know that I've barely made it into leagues by the skin of my teeth. And I've and then I've ended up winning. Winning. Yeah. As a wild card because yep. you strike while the iron's hot. I mean And this this year I feel is even more so just get into the playoffs because you could have in you could have drafted a superstar team. For example, my home league that I was just speaking of, that's a stud superstar team. 
that I am one, two and eight. Oh, <laughs> God. Because all of my really good stars have not played at the same time. So it, it's like I have to do fill in pieces. Like I have Kenny Galladay, Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin. I was going to say, do you have Michael Thomas? <laughs> Kenny Galladay, Chris Godwin, Michael Thomas. Um, I think Hunter Henry is my tight end. I've got Josh Jacobs. Anyway, I've got a really, really, really good lineup, but they haven't all played together at the same time. It's been so frustrating. So now everyone is either... I mean, I guess this doesn't, that example doesn't really help because they're not healthy again. Look at Kenny Galladay. But I feel like the first six weeks of this year were like preseason. Now it's starting to level out a little bit more. So those guys that you thought were going to do really well that did not do well in the beginning of the year are starting to pick it back up again. So now more than ever, that team that you really, really love that you drafted that didn't do very well, but everyone else's crappy team ends up winning because of oh. COVID weirdness. It's going to go back the other way. So just Let's get hope. into the playoffs. And we have, I mean, for me, what I do is there's a couple mentalities here. If you're guaranteed pretty much to be in the playoffs, you've got that winning record. First of all, good for you. Right. Don't rub it in. <laughs> but now what you can do is you start looking at everyone else in your league. You check out their benches, you check out their roster, and you can go onto the waiver wire and start swooping in and picking these players or defenses off before your league mates have a chance to go do it. I'm talking two to three weeks in advance. Yep. Now, people who are not winning do not have that luxury. You need to prepare for your next matchup. Do it now. Do it strong. Put those guys in. Defenses, do not forget about your defenses and kickers, guys. If you have them in your league, don't just do them in an automatic play and just focus on your running backs and wide receivers. Make sure you keep an eye on those defenses. And if you wasted all of your fab, don't do that next year. This is when fab is so important. Getting into your playoffs, this is the time. Because everyone else in your league wasted it too. So you're the only one that has a ton of pull. You see what I'm saying? When you have your fab. It's, it's kind of tricky seeing teams that are like eight that. and seeing teams that are like eight and two and they spent nine, they spent $10 of their fab yeah. and they still have them like good for you. Yeah. You Congratulations. Jerk. 2020 <laughs> hate it. But for me, if you really, really want to look at who you should be targeting in trades or who you should be targeting off the waiver wire, do research specifically look at target reports. I know the fantasy footballers have them snap counts, Look at trends, but the most important tool that I use is strength of schedule tools. Mm -hmm. You can find them online and it will literally help you. That's what I've been using the entire time we've been talking. So when I was talking Same. about defenses are fifth best, second worst, they have all of those written down, usually in a list by position of different like quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. You can target those specific teams by position based on their strength of schedule moving forward. Those are, that's a tool that is invaluable this time of year, not so much in the beginning of the year, because we don't really know what defenses are really going to look like until about a month into the season. And we can Thanks. see what their identity is. Now we know, and we can make a much better guess because that's what fantasy football is, is educated guessing. We can make a much better decision on who we can target on the waiver wire, who we target and trades and who we start and sit based on those matchups, based on prior games. Also, look, did they play a team already? Because <laughs> if they did, you got some history going on right? here. Exactly. So you can take a look so, at those things too. Exactly. And that is, I'm going to bring up one scenario from this past week that I did myself, speaking of matchups and looking at all of that amazingness. Uh, I was in a league 
I'm in a league and I was up by 17 and I had Kirk Cousins. He had Allen Robinson and Cairo Santos going. Kirk Cousins is known not to do good on Monday night games or yeah. primetime games. It's Bears like primetime sec- Andy Dalton. Don't trust it. Bears secondary solid. They have a like solid. they had a solid secondary. Good Dude. defense. Kyle Vi- Fuller. Oof. Vikings defense. Eddie Jackson. Atrocious. Not yep. good. So what did I do? I uh, Matt Ryan was my starting court. He's my starting quarterback. So he was on a bye. So whatever. I dropped Kirk Cousins and picked up Nick Foles. Which was yes, I know you didn't. See, she just she shook. She sh- um, I said I I I flinched. I was like, oh, I could not believe what I was watching. I ended up winning by one point five points when oh, it was all said and done. You have no. I how much? What did Nick Foles score? Oh my god! I think he ended up getting me three and a half points. I was gonna say because the Bears have an amazing schedule for the quarterback. Mm. I'm not going after Nick Foles. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, no, no. He is. Yes. He is not somebody. So don't, don't do, don't do what's vended. Don't overthink it. (laughs) So for example, the saints have a terrible schedule against running backs. I'm not getting rid of (laughs) Camara. Of course. Exactly. Like he's, it doesn't matter the matchup, certain players, but like, I could not believe though, that like everything was saying, Hey, Kirk cousins, isn't going to do good. Nick Foles should do decent at least, you know, like maybe he'll throw a touchdown, but I still could not believe so matchups, they sometimes do not go in your favor. That's right. I'm trying yep. to make. And it's funny that you talked about, I literally have this in my notes about a team's identity. Mm-hmm. We know this is week 11. We know pretty much what we're going to get from teams. And, and you know what you're going to get from Nick Foles. What were you oh, thinking? I know, I know. <laughs> but he had some decent weeks. Alan Robinson, come on. I love him. <laughs> but it was just Sorry. It was brutal, I just put but you I, on blast there <laughs> I still I still got the w that's all that that's matters. good hey As... I like I said I left 75 points on my bench so if anyone should be on blast it's me but thank you Alvin Kamara for scoring most of my points <laughs> and that's what you fully expect from him to yeah. score his normal 40 points a week hopefully you know, Woo. So. But I, I do the same exact thing. I, you have to look at strength of schedule. Like we just talked about our trade targets. I mean, oh, well, I like this guy. Okay, well, do you like him? But like, have you seen who he's playing or what's kind of going to go on? Like, does your week, does your team go, does your league go to week 17? Yeah. Does it stop at 16? Know your league, know the teams that these guys are playing. Yeah. Uh, so, and here's, here's a good example too. What I was talking about, like kind of waiver wire snipering, if you will. Um, last year to get into the playoffs in one of my leagues, which I ended up getting second, I got to the championship, but my championship game was super unlucky. So I yeah, ended still up losing, made it, but I still made it there. That's, that's what you need to do is just get to that championship game. That's part of that pride winning of course is amazing, but of course I didn't win this one, but I got into the playoffs because the guy that I was playing against did not have a defense starting. I guess he like dropped his defense or something, but I noticed this. Sunday afternoon late. And I was like, okay, every other defense that's playing the rest of Sunday, including Sunday night are taken, but the two Monday night defenses were available. I picked them up. I dropped three different players that I knew I wasn't going to start. And I picked up and I rostered three defenses just so this guy could not pick up a defense. And I ended up winning because he didn't have defense. And I ended up getting into the playoffs. It's very, I don't want to call that, that is like, strategy. That is. I don't want to call it cheating. It's strategy. Like you're literally blocking them. I'm trying from to making think of a like move a... because they didn't plan like you did. 
You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And everybody's like, oh, well, that's like, should that's I pick not up this? Fair. Should like, I pick up sorry. this guy on waivers? Like, I don't need, okay, you don't need him, but you're keeping him away from yeah. somebody else. I have Josh Jacobs. I, I love how I keep re- referencing my team. I know y'all don't care, but this is an example. I have Kamara and Josh Jacobs are obviously my two starting running backs. I also have DeAndre Swift. Don't care. I went and picked up Damian Harris too. Cause I was like, no one is going to get him. I'm not going to start him, but no one else is mm-hmm. get him on my team. Oh yeah. Sorry. I just had a, no, had a that's there. And that, like, it's, you literally have to encompass all of that. I mean, it's like going to a casino. You can't, put don't be afraid. Don't cheat, but don't be afraid to be devious. Like there's exactly. nothing wrong with that. Go check out your teams, your other, well, your other league mates, check their teams out. If they need a running back or if they need a wide receiver and you know, there's one on the waiver wire and you got a spot that you can give up, take Do it. it, Do it. take it, block them. That's, uh, I mean, it's so, it is like, it's like a lot of people, they get, they get mad, they get upset, but then they're like, you know what? Then sorry, maybe you shouldn't be in this league. Yeah. I mean, oh my God, the league was so mad at me that I did that except for one dude. And it was the dude I played against. He was the only one not mad at me. He was like, dude, well played. Right? Like, exactly. You. You're like, oh, <laughs> I was just like, you shouldn't be able to do that. I was like, sorry, if I look one day ahead, geez. It's, I mean, people. it's very unfortunate. Um, yeah. So those are some strategies, some guys to target, guys to trade away. Um, so I got a, got, a, got a couple questions for you that I'm um, just going to spring on you. Um, sure. I did not prepare, but uh, just plain and simple. Who do you want to see in the Super Bowl? <gasps> oh, the Saints and anyone else. Yeah. I really want to see think, the Saints. Do you think I the think... Saints could do it if Drew is healthy with the way that they're playing right now? Do you think they could... Be, I mean, the NFC is kind of up in the air. Really yeah. I don't know. I really, I do. I do think that the Saints can get it done. Um, Kamara is playing lights out. Uh, Michael Thomas is finally back. I know it's for fantasy. It's been a very, very, very slow start. Um, it sucks because even though he's back, he's like wide receiver 85 or something garbage like that. Oh, but terrible. that doesn't mean that defenses don't still have to scheme around him. So that mm-hmm. leaves Emmanuel Sanders now, who is a stellar wide receiver too. Um, if Traquan Smith can come back, that's a stellar wide receiver three, like I already said, Alvin Kamara. So, and then Drew Brees is Drew Brees. And I think that he does deserve another Super Bowl before it's his time to check out. So yeah, I would love to see the Saints in the Super Bowl. Who do you want to see them play from the I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I I, I think, like, and I don't want to say, but the Chiefs, I mean, they just have the best overall. I mean, it's probably going to be the Chiefs. So, I mean, I mean, could you imagine what kind of a Super Bowl that would be? Saints, Chiefs? Come on. Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that would be pretty cool to watch. That would be unbelievably fun. So, probably it's probably going to be the chiefs that's why i didn't even bother with anybody else but yeah so saints chiefs i'll go with that one saints chiefs all right i mean because you got the the steelers steelers are i mean big ben he's been there he knows he knows how to play the game we we all know exactly what he does and he's an incredible quarterback come playoff time oh my god i forgot about the steelers right and that's the thing you can't like you cannot rule him out i mean no should the titans catch fire towards the end of the season and not play crappy but Colts look I, pretty good or Phillip's going to be Phillip. <laughs> I need, I need a right. I need to see more from James Connor before I can, mm. well, I, before I can buy in to the Steelers Super Bowl. I need to see more from James Connor in their run game. That has been very lackluster. And I'm not sure if it's due to the game 
you know, how the game is working out or maybe the play calling, or if it's because they have like 3000 super talented wide receivers that can get the job done. I'm not sure, but I really haven't seen a balanced enough team. Like I think the saints have between their receiving and their running. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure if I hundred percent buy into the Steelers until I see more from James Conner. Mike Tomlin is a hell of a coach. Yes, so he is. Anything, anything is possible with them. And I believe they're still undefeated. Right. So. Yep. As my, one of my really good friends, also my neighbor also is over every single Sunday is a Steelers fan reminds me every day. Good Lord. <laughs> good Lord. Yeah. We just take it. Just start waving a towel in her, in her face. I, I, just get out of I, here. Just get out of here. It's so bad because I write the like I said I write the Sunday headlines for Roto World and he's out there like he's oh my god Lord did you see Chase Claypool score another touchdown oh my god DeAndre Johnson so good Steelers I'm like I am going to punch you in the neck oh. get off my porch <laughs> I need my TV so, yeah Go right away. I need I need you to you know step, <laughs> step away COVID get away I know <laughs> I need you to socially distance away from me please. lower your voice it's giving me COVID vibes right. Um, <laughs> Now, with it being the holiday season, starting the holiday season, um, and it is also your birthday, which I just did find that out. So happy birthday. Thank you. Um, do you do you have any Thanksgiving traditions that you've that have dated back when you were growing up? And um, or have you had any that since this, this is the fantasy fam, so we like to talk family on our show as well. Thanks. So Thanksgiving traditions. Do you have any that you started with your family now or that you'd like to talk about that you grew up with? Man, I think. For me, the most important thing about Thanksgiving when I was growing up was being able to see my brothers coming home from college. That was the most, most fun part about Thanksgiving. But there is one tradition. It, it obviously revolves around food, but it's my mom's stuffing. And like she would always make it the day before and we would just pick at it all day long, raw, just like eating the stuffing. It was so good. And that's I make her stuffing now because it reminds me of my childhood Thanksgiving. And it's my favorite dish at Thanksgiving is, is the stuffing. But like as a for, oh, we also eat Thanksgiving dinner at like 10 o'clock at night. Like we do not eat early. Nothing wrong with that. There's <laughs> we eat nothing so wrong with that. <laughs> but That's this year actually, actually a, okay. Yeah. We eat it really, really late. Cause we have like a lot of stragglers that will, you know, this was when I was back at home in St. Louis, we would have like friends of family and things that didn't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving. They would always come to our house. And so it would usually, we end up eating between eight and 10 o'clock at night. Uh, but since I've moved to Florida, um, I'm actually not doing Thanksgiving this year. I have to work, um, during Thanksgiving and late Thanksgiving night. So my husband and I are just going to make our own food and then we're going to drive it to his parents' house. They're, they're not well, so we don't want to have them around, you know, yeah. with all the health concerns and things. Yeah, so oh yeah. it's going to be very low key, which I don't mind either. So it's going to be a lot of Tito's, a lot of football, Actually, not much Tito's because I have to stay up until like three anyway. So it's that sucks. But maybe yeah. later in the night. Maybe maybe, we'll, maybe yeah, Friday later in the I'll night. be able to tie one on, I guess. But yeah, so it's uh it, it's football. That's really and that's the biggest tradition is my mom's stuffing and football. That's how I got into football. Actually, was watching football with my brothers on Thanksgiving. I mean that 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 is fantastic. Yeah. And 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 it's your birthday. To, like yeah. it just it, it adds. Say I mean we just we have that you know us being. Thanksgiving yeah. babies, I guess. Yeah, my birthday actually, next year, my birthday is actually on Thanksgiving. I know, because mine's never been on Thanksgiving. It's a little too early because I'm the 21st, but it's always, it's always like the week worth, of yeah. or just before. Mm-hmm. There was one year when, when Thanksgiving was on like the 22nd or something. I was like, oh, so close. <sighs> yeah, 
but yeah, it's, it's good. Birthday, food, football, family, super fun. This is the first year that I am actually cooking fully for, <gasps> yeah, we're only having, we're having uh, my, uh, how are you going to cook your turkey? My, so my wife, her, uh, her sister lives down in the Austin area. So it's like three hours away from us and they're going to come up and literally it's just going to be something very small so we can see them. Uh, so I'm actually, I've gotten really into smoking meats. So oh I'm going to do, do you have a Traeger? I don't have a Traeger. Um, I don't recommend buying a Traeger cause they're overpriced by a lesser one. Uh, you're buying the name. It's like, I love name. my Traeger and I will never, ever, ever get another smoker girl. I have, other a Daniel, than a Traeger. I have a Daniel Boone. My buddy hooked me up with it. Um, his sister works for the company. So like, it was, it was a good deal, but like I, every Sunday, since I got it, like, I, cause I bought my house earlier this year and every Sunday I always have a smoked meat on no matter what it oh, is. Yeah. I've done. Oh yeah. First thing I ever did was a Turkey. So I'm going to smoke a Turkey breast, but I'm also going to put a regular Turkey in the oven. I bought a 24 pound Turkey. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah. I thought you said this was week. a small gathering. Yeah, I'm Italian. <laughs> we always overcook. I always overcook and <laughs> I like yeah, leftovers. So we're going to do, we're, my husband doesn't really love the smoke flavor, but that's the good thing about a Traeger. It doesn't really overpower. It's with not exactly. Flavor. It's not like your regular wood smoker. smoker yes, right. It's a exactly. grill. It's a smoker grill. Like, yeah. It's basically like an outdoor convection oven is the way oh, a Traeger I works. But oh my God, it's amazing. So we're going to put our turkey on the Traeger and then everything else goes in the oven. But we just got a brand new suite of appliances. And part of our oven is actually a convection oven. So Ooh. it cooks everything so perfectly. And we have an Emeril's 360, which is like the all-in-one convection oven air fryer. And so we, Ooh, we're going to have like everything fancy. going. And it's going to be two of us like eating food. It's so dumb. We also have Dreams do come why true, we, people. Why do we have all of these kitchen <laughs> gadgets? And yet we use them all the time. Like I don't, the only thing I don't have is an Instapot. It's the only thing. I do have an Instapot, but I, I, I used to be a chef. So I, I actually have worked in many kitchens before. Oh, cool. I've, I've managed a couple of restaurants. Yeah. So I have, and I, I, I try not to use the Instapot because it's, I feel like it's more for my wife who doesn't really cook. Um, right. It takes away the fun for me. I, I, I agree with you there. I feel like I don't deserve to use an Instapot, if that makes any sense. Like that's for working moms who like have it's easy. a bunch it's quick. of you children. You throw everything in and then boom. Yeah. I feel like it's not fair. Like for me to use that, like I, I, I don't deserve that shortcut because I don't have little kids. I don't have to go to work at an office and be all stressed out and come home and be like, Oh my God, what's everybody. I just make whatever it is. I, I work from home anyway. You know, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like the Instapots need to be reserved for those who really need to use. Right. An it's good for rice. I will say that. Yeah, very I don't good, know. Like, and I heard those. they're I heard they're amazing, like super, super. Like yeah. one of my best friends, her name is Nikki. She works at a hospital, and then she has two kids. She comes oh, home to perfect. I mean, that this is perfect. And I was like, that. I feel like I'd be cheating if I used that. I feel like I would not. I feel like I don't deserve to use an Instapot. If that makes any sense. No, I, <laughs> I hear no it. And like you said, you're home all the time. I mean, it just takes away from smelling like the fresh garlic. I know. Like I want to complain about having to make dinner. If I uh, use an Instapot, I can't do that. <laughs> I, I absolutely, I think my wife bagged a good one with me because I absolutely like, I mean, she's, when she cooks some things she does, but she gets discouraged. And I'm like, yeah, kind of like, I'm like, hey, did you, I'm like, 
I'm like, you, did you learn nothing from Ratatouille? Like anyone can cook, like, come on. Like, <laughs> My husband is an excellent cook, but he also eats like he's a six-year-old. I'm like, what do you want for dinner? He's like, chicken and rice. I'm like, that's oh. so boring. <laughs> Meatloaf. I'm like, God, like, come on. I so always try to else. make. But he taught me how to cook. I never cooked before I got married. And now I, you can't keep me out of the kitchen. I'm like, get out the kitchen. It's well, if there is any cuisine or anything that you, cause I have cooked so many different cuisines. Like I, I, I look online and I'm like, you know what? I, I kind of want to learn how you to know make what this. I want. You know what I want from you actually? Yeah. I need an authentic marinara. Oh. homemade marinara recipe because i can just knock a bolognese out of the park but a marinara has eluded me and i i do need yeah so send me that because a i sunday I a sunday sauce so i make mine awesome. very, a little bit differently i use my mother's recipe hey i'll but, take it but i kind of i kind of tweak it a little mm -hmm. bit um and i also i make my own homemade pasta as well from time Ooh. to time yeah and i took it a step even further which i'm going to perfect by the end of this year I started making my own homemade uh, mutz. And for people that don't know what that is, that's mozzarella. But as we pronounce mozzarella, yeah. Oh my God. I wow. could not believe. Oh, I was blown away. Oh my God. This reminds me so much of uh, uh, Chef, Master Chef Junior. With the, that's the one with Gordon Ramsay, right? Uh, yes, I absolutely oh my God. love Gordon Ramsay. I have never felt so like incompetent in a kitchen until I've seen eight-year-olds make like gourmet dishes. It's insane. But on the finals, there were these two kids going at it and the food they were making is unbelievable, but he made his own ricotta cheese. <laughs> Incredible. Like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> I, you, I, like, you haven't watched MasterChef Junior? I actually, I, I don't, cause I don't have cable. So I don't, um, I stream everything. Oh so my like, God, I'm see not if it's like available. Oh my God, no, no, no. You have I'm going to watch, I'll watch the reruns. Watch cause I love Gordon Ramsay. I mean, oh my is... God, you would love this. Oh my God, Sven, I can't even believe we're having this conversation. You and he's nice though. I've seen him. some clips. He's, he's nice amazing. to these kids, right? He's amazing. <laughs> he's amazing. And not only that, but the food that they make is unbelievable. The camaraderie is, it's hilarious. Oh my God. You have to watch okay. a season of master Ma chef junior i will yeah i, will I think that's what it's that. called there's like chopped junior and master chef oh one yeah yeah gordon yep, ramsay yep, one yep. gordon ramsay is the best one i yeah oh gordon ramsay <laughs> now i'm gonna go like i'm gonna go binge watch after because i'm off from work today so i'm gonna oh yes you should <laughs> go see that You're while welcome. my wife does her schoolwork. yeah <laughs> Oh, uh, this has been an absolute fantastic show talking fantasy football and thanksgiving traditions um why don't and Master you tell Chef junior right and master chef <laughs> junior i mean some now i'm hungry <laughs> right oh my god i don't even know what i'm gonna make for dinner tonight now i'm gonna maybe i'll go you have to send me that sauce recipe though I'm yes I, def serious. I definitely will i'll try to i'll try to like because i don't i don't use measurements that's fine i don't either i never use i go by taste. i don't either i don't, I don't either like I'm not I, a baker i'll, I'll get you i'm not a baker i know it's a science but like i like like that's why i, I enjoy feel like, baking I enjoy yeah baking. i mean i enjoy I like it, cooking like, better than baking so, and, and my wife, her mother's from Italy. So she used to own a bakery up in New York. You know, those seven layer cookies, those three colored ones? All the ones? breads and the cookies and the carbs. Give it to me. I'm, I'm here. Phenomenal. <laughs> when so we can wife, travel, I'm coming to your house. Yes, <laughs> please. All your food. <laughs> by all means, you are more than welcome. The door, I would say the door is always open, but it's, we close it at night. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but yes, you are more than welcome to. I, um. But yeah, so tell everyone where they can find you. Yes. Um, yeah. um, 
I don't even, usually I don't know where to start. We've already like run over on time here. So I'll try to be brief. Hey, um, okay. Fine. So I'm a writer for the fantasy footballers. I'm a writer for fantasy pros. I'm also a writer for Roto world. Um, I put out a lot of articles, but I put them all on my website, stepmomlauren.com. I'm a few days behind. Sorry. Very busy. Life happens. Um, I try to do um, my fireside Friday every Friday, but the last couple of weeks I haven't been able to squeeze it in. Just not enough time because everything's been so insane, but I will have one tomorrow. So you guys can catch me live. That's on YouTube, Facebook and on Periscope. And on Sunday, I do the Sunday fantasy blog for Roto World, which means I update the website live with all the big plays, scoring plays, turnovers, field goals, all those things live during all the one o'clock games and all the four o'clock games. So feel free to follow along with me there and tweet me, ask me questions. Come find me, Stepmom Lauren. I love talking fantasy football and i especially love connecting with all of you that was beautiful <laughs> uh, <laughs> sometimes I, I forget i'm like holy crap i do a lot <laughs> right and you're like damn this is all right uh i have been fantasy schven uh you can find me on twitter at fantasy schven that's s-v-e-n and also follow our pod uh, at the fantasy fam part of the sleeper wire network and catch me every sunday morning with the rum boys my boy robbie and bogard scott free for our nfl am uh, we'll have to get you on that show if i mean if possible but i know you're very the rum boys are my boys yeah the so, rum boys are my boys but i know so, you're busy on sundays that's that's, that's the, true that's sundays are usually yeah. out of the question yeah so sucks but we'll figure something out um, i will be on rum boys after dark this friday and so will i actually with you as well i'm on I that show oh uh, yeah <laughs> uh fantasy fam signing off